Hello and welcome to the Five Writers, Five Minutes podcast, in which five authors share their top writing tips. I'm Leon Tanner. I'm Sarah Armstrong. I'm Tristan Banks. I'm Deborah Abella. And I'm Zanny Louise. Today we're talking about something that is a really simple trick, but it can make a huge difference to your writing, and that is reading your story aloud. And I don't mean reading it to somebody else, although I do sometimes read my stories to imaginary people. <laughs> I mean reading it aloud to yourself. Sarah, do you read do you read your work aloud? Is that part of your process? Not really, not like you guys use it. I know you all read aloud, or at least that's what I think you do, uh, as a kind of final editing trick. I read my dialogue aloud as I'm writing it. I'll just actually speak to myself. And I think I will start reading aloud because the few instances where I've done it, well, look, let's, let's be honest, sometimes I will be reading my published book to a group of kids in a school and I'm reading it and I think, hang on, that I don't, I don't like that word there. <laughs> I want to remove that word. and But, of course, I can't because the book is published. So perhaps it would have been good if I had read that one aloud before it was published. So I see the sense of it. There's sometimes um, you can learn so much more when you're hearing it aloud. It's like your ears are coming into, the, into play as well. It's not just all happening inside here, inside my brain box. So I think I will do it more. What I do find, though, is that I will tell my story to someone else. Like I'll be trying to nut out a problem and I'll be speaking, oh, this happens, then that happens. And there's something about that hearing myself describe the story, I'm just sort of broad brush describing it, helps me move the story forward. I know that's a little bit different to what you're describing, but I find it really helpful to tell about my story to someone else and that really pushes me forward. Mm -hmm. Something else about the speaking it aloud and the hearing it. Curious how it works. I don't know how it works. What about you're, you? You're very good at it, Sarah, too. I think when I hear you telling those stories aloud in that way, maybe because you're a journalist and you have to stand up very quickly and, and in a very articulate way, you know, get a story together. I've heard Walt Disney used to do that too. He'd have an idea and mention it to his, um, you know, secretary or his assistant or his producer or his whoever editor and, you know, just see if they'd lean in or if they'd kind of, you know, nod but not really get it. I do it with kids as well. I'll, read, I'll, I'll um, mention, oh, I have this idea for a story. But I also, I'm a big cafe mutterer. Like I realise that I'm <laughs> sitting there and I'll only realise it later that I've been sitting there going to <laughs> And I'll go, oh, and I'll realise that I have to leave the cafe. Um, so I'm a big cafe mutterer and I realise when I when I go to read the audio book, like to record the audio book of my books, I'll realise that it sort of comes naturally and it's because I've been muttering the story to myself hundreds of times as I've been writing it. I've already mm -hmm. read the audio book before all these times. Um I also got from uh, from Wendy Orr, uh, is a, you know Nims Island author. She actually records her entire manuscript uh, once she's kind of done, and I started doing that a few years ago, hearing from her. Wow. And then you'd, listen, you'd record the whole thing yourself on a voice memo. You listen to it back, and as you're listening to it back, you're jotting notes, going, "Oh, that's weird. That doesn't make sense. Oh, wouldn't it be? I'm a bit on the nose there." And so that helped. And I've heard of a, a screenwriter, Ivan Sen, as well, that I've worked with um, a couple of times who's a filmmaker. And he used to read his entire script and then listen to it back while he was out shooting something at night as he went to sleep. And he would feel like this reading would just, the script would be in his DNA, in his bones, um, because he knew it so well. So anyway, I use it in lots of wow. different ways. And I love, I love the read aloud um, option. 
Um, who's next? I, well, I, I have to say I love that idea that Wendy had of recording it and listening it, to it back because I, I do read out loud, maybe not the first couple of drafts because it is a mess and I think like we've all said a couple of times, at the first drafts are you, you're just kind of mucking in, you're literally walking through a muddy kind of field and trying to find the good bits and then that eventually will become hopefully your lovely um, piece. So as I do go on, I do read it aloud. And so I think it's super important for me because if I read a paragraph and I trip over a word and I start again mm. and I trip over a word again, there's something not right with that sentence. Mm. The rhythm, uh, the, the, um, the, the mechanics of that sentence, you know, maybe the two letters of the, you know, the end of the word and the beginning of the word not shutting up well enough. So just literally reading your work out loud, I know if I trip over it, I need to work on that sentence. And so that lets me know that, okay, that sentence is not quite right yet. And, you know, you you want your writing to tell your reader something, but you want it to have a rhythm. You want it to have a flow because the last thing you want is yep. for someone to read your story, trip over it, even in their head, right, and then that takes them out of the story. Anything that takes your readers out of your story and makes them concentrate on the actual physical book and the words on the page, that's not a good thing. So I absolutely recommend reading your stuff out loud to your dog, to your cat, (laughs) brother and sister, or to yourself, um, whatever. It's really useful. It really is. I had the same uh, issue as you, Sarah. I was reading one of my chapters out of my novel to a class and I was suddenly, I I have to edit out all these words as as I'm reading. I was like, oh, I really wish I'd read this aloud. So now I read everything aloud, definitely, because I started writing uh, with picture books. And so with picture books, one of the fundamentals is that you read it aloud because, of course, they're meant to be read aloud. But it's absolutely true for novels as well. And with all of your work that I'm reading week to week or month to month, I find it very easy to read. And I assume partly that is because you are reading it aloud because it does just flow so much better. So it's pretty much my process is like I'll write the story, work on it, work on the edits, and then I'll do my read aloud version. And that's like the slowest edit because it takes longer inevitably to read it aloud. I think it takes me about two to three full working days approximately. Do you record it when you're No, no, I've done the recording thing like Wendy suggested in the past as well, but no, this is just sort of for my own sake because I'm often rewriting it as I'm reading it aloud because it will will reveal glitches in the story, but definitely with the words and the choice of words. And I think I have a tendency to overwrite when I'm writing my drafts and just be a little bit too flowery, a bit too clever or whatever, and none of that will get past you if you're reading it aloud because as soon as you read it aloud you're like no that sounds a bit stupid really (laughs) let's pull it back so that's definitely a huge part of what I do what about you Lee and you must read yours aloud because your work is so readable and uh, I read it aloud to my kids (laughs) I I read my work aloud all the time reading aloud is really central to my writing process Um, I lost my voice recently I lost (laughs) my voice for two whole weeks and I could not read my work aloud and it drove me crazy I, I find that I can't get a, a real sense of whether or not a story is working unless I read it aloud. So the first thing I read for is, is sense. So something that can look quite reasonable when I read it silently. When I read it aloud, I realise that I've missed something out or I've passed over something too quickly or it just plain doesn't make sense. So that's the first thing. But like Deb, I also listen for rhythm. 
Mm. And it's I ask myself questions like, have I got too many short sentences close together? Or have I started a whole lot of sentences with the same word? And I didn't notice until I read it aloud and that word keeps cropping up. Mm. Um, does a sentence sound clunky? Uh, does the si dialogue sound like the way real people talk or, or is it does it just sound too formal and as if it's been written but not spoken? Um, and sometimes I do pretend that I'm talking to a group of people or to a class mm. of kids and I watch for the places where they get bored or where they lose interest. And even though they're not really there, I can I can pick those <laughs> places. So that's, that's really helpful. So next time you finish a story, go back and read it aloud to yourself. Listen for the things we've talked about because we all do it slightly differently. And then rewrite the story to make it better. Yeah. This is Five Writers, Five Minutes. We're a podcast. We're a YouTube channel. Go and have a look at the rest of what we do. See you later. See bye you bye. guys. <laughs>